Okay, you on? Yes, sir. You on once again, and we got a uh, a brother in here who's been protesting, who's been marching with the best of them. He's been out there grinding, putting his best foot forward, and saying what we need to do. You know what I'm saying to change uh, the narrative. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. We got King Simi in the building. Sit. Go ahead, man. Go crazy one time. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy King Simi. Uh, I'm from Chicago, but I've been in Milwaukee for a few years. Um, and like you said. Ever since this protest started happening, I've been at the, I won't say the forefront of it, because I didn't, I didn't want to start leading. Like I didn't, when it's when it happened, I just like okay, I go. But then something happened. I got thrown to the front. The guy that I knew who was throwing one, he put me up front. I had my camera. I've been photographing every like everyone that I've been to. I've been to most of them. Um, they put me on the news on uh, CBS and on Fox. So like. I've been out there. <laughs> and that's what's up, man. Milwaukee is in the 20s. 20-something uh, days strong protesting, y'all. It's yes. definitely beautiful to see the unity and uh, everybody just really fighting and making sure every day, every day we're going to be heard. So I think that's definitely beautiful, man. So, like, with your experience being out there, um, like, what what have you seen, bro? What do you, what do you think has been, uh, I guess, the biggest thing that you noticed from protesting? Um, honestly, the biggest sad thing is the fact that there really was only one night that was bad. There really was only one night where all the the looting and the stuff happened. There was only one night. Okay. I, I think it was uh, a Saturday night. After that, the people in the community came out clean. You know, we still marched that day. We got everything back together. Uh, we helped whatever businesses was there. I. I have helped and are still am still helping other businesses board themselves up, you know, uh, put their information out there to let customers know, you know, their new hours or whatever the case uh -huh. is. It's still important, you know, for businesses to to do as much as they can right now because you already, you know, got coronavirus going on. The last thing you need is people not wanting to come to, you know, your spot because they're scared or whatever. So, All right. um, then you're not like I said, money. so yeah, yeah, man. And it was literally only one night, but people are still holding on to that one night. Like you said, this is at least day 25 or 26. We've been doing it straight. And you still will have people who aren't part of the protest, people who have never protested, people who just see it, you know, in their neighborhood or just see it online. When they're like, why are they still doing this? Blah, blah, blah. They will only take that one bad part. Like literally, that's 4%. Like 4% of, of 25 to 26 days have been peaceful one day that it wasn't that it w it wasn't those protesters it was actually one night that right that all happened they will still hold on to that one night even though we've had 25 26 peaceful protests throughout the entire city of milwaukee and around milwaukee like we've okay. been in bayshore we've been in river rest we've been downtown we went like man, <laughs> we not, not yeah, yeah. everywhere man everywhere everywhere, everywhere. It's definitely beautiful. like the people that keep bringing up like the looting and stuff. Like, I don't think they with us, bro, because they no. they seen we've been doing the peaceful process, yeah. bro. And I feel and that's, like, go ahead, Godfrey. No, I, I just feel like that that trumps all of it. Like, it's more days. Like, like you said, it was four percent. Like one night looting that shouldn't matter, and that right. shouldn't be the topic of conversation. And you know, I do got a question with that. You know, something you might have insight on because. Me personally, yeah. I can't say I've been out there protesting, but we have been using our platform and we have of been course. using our voice and we, you of know, I've, I've been out there doing the things that I need to do, be doing. Uh, but with that being said, I want to know for you being out there protesting, have you seen individuals 
like there's a theory, right? That people are being paid to ante up the, the crowd. People are being paid to start the looter, the, the looting. Uh, have you personally seen something like that or do you feel that is the case? Um, whether it's being paid, whether they're trying to push their own agenda, whether they really just don't like black people or don't appreciate us coming together. Well, you gotta understand the, the scariest thing for anybody outside of the hood is seeing black people not mad at other black people because that's what they see on the news, black on black crime. And when right. they stop seeing that, they like, oh, oh, they came together. Oh, right. this is like, it's scary for them to, to see all of us and not just black people, like white people are here, Mexicans are here, uh, Hispanics are here, Native Americans, like everyone's here because it's not just about black people, but like we're at the forefront of it because with a lot of things in America, we've had to take the brunt of it. Right. And the crazy thing is, I do believe that there might be people getting paid. You have to, you have to see historically there have been people who have been paid or who have been in organizations that were their key target was to divert attention away from whatever that protest was about. Like yep. if you're if you're LGBTQ and you you there's no violence at all in any of them pride parades, but you know, to to start something that is negative and that be what the news shows, that's all that Fox is gonna show. That's all that's right. all the that's all people are gonna see on their screen. So I do believe that whether people are being paid, people are just doing just doing it on their own, um, you know, to sabotage, you know, whatever the case is. And they know a lot of people are so tired and so either scared or not scared that they're going to do whatever everybody else is doing. Right. Like whether you're whether you're super scared or not scared. A lot of times, those actions are, are, are gonna are gonna be in, are gonna be the same. Okay. You see, so so you question, go ahead, Wade. So my question to you is: With you, you know, being on the front line, how has the interaction with the police been? Like that was I was gonna go there too. Being mm. face to face, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, let let the I'm people a, know that's not protesting. How is the interaction? That's why I've been out so much. I'm gonna send y'all pictures. Um, but. Like I said, for every they, there have been multiple protests where, for hours, we have, you know, we have agreed to meet at one spot, circle a spot, march at this spot, march around this spot, end around a certain area, or you know, around a certain police district, around, um, you know, where we need the police to hear us most, and when that happens, um, I want to say one of the first the first weekend that I actually started helping lead and started photographing all these, the police district five, um, or three, three, sorry, police district three, um, they called the National Guard on us. After four hours of peaceful protest, um, the National Guard pulls up, I wanna say about 30 to 40 uh, men and women pull up out of a Milwaukee City bus. After that bus drives off, there's like four or five Humvees three of which um, have four or five uh, servicemen in them. And the last two are carrying cargo that's uh, concealed. So I did take pictures of it, but I, we, you couldn't see what, what was in the actual, like there was boxes in, in the cargo that the last two Humvees were carrying. So I don't know if it was weapons. I don't know if it was, you know, tear gas suppression. I don't know if it was riot shields, but there was definitely peace, peace on our side. We just want to be heard. And you could see that 
and there were there were police officers on the roof with binoculars and things like that. None of us none of us had any weapons. We didn't have we didn't we didn't show up to fight. Right. We just showed up to be hurt. And um no no nobody had any any ill intentions. Like yeah, you have people who are hurting, yeah, you have people who are crying, and you have people who are acting out of anger, but these are the people who are not gonna start the violence. The people who are starting the violence are the people who are on the other side not listening. The people who are on the other side feel safe because now they have the National Guard. Because now they have, you know, riot shields. And now they know that regardless of whatever they do, America is still going to put the problem on us for wanting to speak out and wanting to address these issues when, when, we, when we do it and, and beg and plead officers to help us to kneel. One of the saddest things to see the, the 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 look on their faces, because it was it was stale. It was it was no look of mm-hmm. oh maybe I'm thinking about it. Oh I can't do it. You know this is my job. It was just mm-hmm. I don't care. My and it, it, it was a lot of young kids out there like begging. You know we're kneeling. Our faces is on the ground. Like show us something. And at the end of the day, it was just a line full of officers standing there and a lot of them were either white uh or hispanic there was one hispanic uh woman who swore up and down there was a rock throne uh but there wasn't and she she tried to push everybody back from the line and the crazy thing was like we had blocked off the uh street so that no cars would pass or you know throw rocks no cars would pass in front of the police station to do anything like we actually protected ourselves and the police and still, you know, had the National Guard called on, had bus full of, you know, the servicemen come out, had Humvees come out, had people on rooftops, have at least 40 officers outside for when, when, when I was helping lead this protest, this was mostly children. This is mostly people under 21, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. That's the thing with Milwaukee, too. Milwaukee has had the youngest, you know what I'm saying, protesters out here, you know, standing up for what we believe in. And uh, man, I think that's definitely dope coming from the city of Milwaukee. Uh, you know, what is also known as one of the most segregated cities, you know what I'm saying? No, like, it is. It is. <laughs> Wisconsin is the most segregated state in America. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's definitely very powerful to see everybody coming together and stuff. But, you know, you do have those people, those instigators. You have those people that want to... uh. Uh, make videos of themselves kneeing on somebody's back trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? We got people who's making challenges out of it. We got people who's hanging pictures of, you know, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, everybody on trees. Like, what? With nooses. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so we have those instigators out there. I I know y'all probably noticed the hat that Godfrey and myself have on. (laughs) We we won't let y'all forget, man. We won't let y'all forget, man. Just so y'all know, uh, the this is gonna stem something so beautiful for us all, man. I feel change. I hope y'all do as well. Uh, I I mean, personally, I want to know, how do you feel? Do you feel like we're moving in the right direction? I feel like when you get so close to changing something that some people didn't see as a problem or some people just don't care about, then they start to care. You would have never seen any of this if we didn't speak up. If George Floyd was was just killed and was just another black person that we marched for a week for and forgot about, none of this would have happened. 
right. you would not have seen as many people like not not just these pictures there have been at least eight african americans hung in the past two weeks yeah at least eight documented cases yeah but no but no footage no footage no, no, no actual no, proof. Like no story, no story. No, exactly. Not no, actual, they're yeah, not, they're not trying to. And that, and that, that fascinates me, man. And we should not be in, living in a world where men, black men, are still being hung from a fucking tree. Excuse my language, man. But like this, this situation does just rile me up. But this, this is what we're going through, man. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. uh okay, so let me, let me ask you, uh, you know what? you been on the front line and seeing this interaction from the police, like, do you feel like some people, some officers want to take that risk, but feel like, you know, if they take that risk of standing with the people or, you know, taking that knee with the people, like they're putting their, not, not only putting their job in jeopardy, but their life. Their life. Their yeah. life. Um, it's, it's, it's not even a question to me. Um, because when I, when I photograph people, what I tell other photographers and what I have always told other people who are organizing these meetings is that everybody needs to wear face masks because um, just like the case in Ferguson, years after they uh, protested, people went missing. People were incarcerated bogusly, falsely, and uh, people either died. Like the people who were protesting ended up dead, missing. No story, no case, just like the people who are being hung in 2020. Like, this this is 2020. People are being hung, and there's no... It's a no scary way. world, bro. There's like, no you case. saying that is fucking... That's scary. You saying... Like, that's just scary, bro. It's a scary world, bro. For real, man. Yeah, and I, I feel like there are certain people who want to do something, but at the end of the day, they know they can't. Because they can't do it alone. Yeah, they, they can't they can't do it alone because them just saying something by themselves, they'll get framed. Mm -hmm. They'll get put in jail. They'll lose their job. They'll be blackballed, so they won't be able to get any other service job in America or any other serious service job. They might you know get demoted. Uh, you know you you might have detectives, you might have chiefs, you might have sergeants scared to get demoted back to a beat cop just because they know oh, snap, my superior is, is doing this. My superior is, right. is changing these cases. My superior isn't actually writing down his paperwork is, truthfully. Is there more bad cops than good cops? Do you, do, is that, like, because me asking that, I'm feeling like if it's so easy to stand up for somebody who's doing something wrong, you know what I'm saying? And back someone up that's doing something wrong as an officer of the law where you're supposed to protect and serve. Why can't those good officers all back each other up? Shouldn't it be more good cops than bad cops? Like, I feel like that most cops start off good. The, the term good is, is very subjective. Most, most, most cops start off oh, you know, I want to protect or, oh, I was bullied. This happened to me. I want to make sure this doesn't happen to anyone else. Most cops actually have stories like that and they want to protect. However, we live in a system that if a cop sees, oh, I could take this money and not get in trouble. Oh, I can do this and there'd be no problem. I don't think a lot of cops go, you know, get a job well, previously, before now, of course, you're going to have a lot of races applying to be a cop because they know they're going to get off. You're going to have a lot of people who 
are, you know, drug addicts applying to be a cop because that's the easiest way to get it. That's the easiest way to get drugs. Because now when you take all these drugs, when you take all this money from people who are doing it illegally, side note, black people don't have um, ships. <laughs> black people don't have planes. So we're not getting this on our own. I'm, I don't even, we're not getting, no, all I'm saying, we're not getting this on our own. And me being from Chicago, it's documented that police have put guns and drugs in our community. Like, it's documented that they will put that It's, it's movies community. about it, bro. It's movies, TV shows. Oh, yeah, we, we know. Yeah. And, when you and only, only that, black people know about that. When you started off with that speech, like, we're not getting it from, you know, we don't have no planes. The first thing I thought of was Frank Lucas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When he was, was well-connected within the military and all that stuff and was flying over there, having his shit back. So, like, you know, they, that ain't, you know, if it's new to people now, it ain't new the most. And they let him get away with, and they let him get away with it because he was serving their purpose. So as long me, as you're doing something for, you know, whatever they're trying to get, they're gonna protect you. But the second you don't, or the second you don't live up, it's like it's like basketball. Everybody with you if you're the star player, but the second LeBron start missing free throws, then they gonna judge every second of his game. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you this. What do you think we should do moving forward? What do you think is the, the, the next move to make as a unit? As a unit, number one, we need, to stop, we need to stop separating ourselves. There have been a lot of protests where you will have black leaders telling white people what not to do. Right. Things they cannot do. Oh, this isn't your thing. This is our, like, and then you, you have the white people who are taking time out of their day, taking the risk of their life of, you know, not just with coronavirus, but being photographed. Like, side note, any, any photographer, like, who is taking pictures of people's faces, and then when I confront them, like, they will defend it. A lot of these people are white. They don't understand the, the, the severity of the situation. Like, right. people can most definitely lose their lives. I don't care personally because at the end of the day, if, if I die, I know, like the songs I got coming out, if those are my last two songs, I'm cool with that. Like if, if, my, if my voice is, is done tomorrow, exactly. I got that out. Right. But I'm not scared. There, there are young, on the line for something you believe in, man. That's exactly. love, bro. There are, some, there are some boys my age, some, some men, some young men my age who are scared. Um, the clip in, in, in the song that I had, the middle, the middle clip is, is um, I believe his name is Ty or Tay Anders. Uh, he was screaming, I'm scared, I'm scared. And the way he was acting, while it was not correct, while it was not how cops want to tell you how to act, he did write it first. He he pulled over um, after two blocks where he was comfortable pulling over. He stayed in the car for a few minutes because he was scared. As soon as he get out the car, he, his hands is up, he gets down on his knees, he puts his face in the grass. And he's screaming, I'm scared for minutes because he he's scared. And people who are scared aren't going to act rationally. And you can't tell a person, like, I'm not scared, but I can't tell a person who is scared how to act because you don't know how that person is thinking. You don't know how that person is rationalizing everything. So number one, we need to stop, we need to stop separating ourselves from people who are trying to help us and telling them it's not our fight. Because if you, if you fighting, if you fighting somebody, if you getting beat up two on one and I jump in that fight, it's our fight regardless mm. like it's not it's like it might have started off your fight 
but she was getting beat down. You and Harry. And it, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah, it was never it was never a fair fight. Right. So when I come to help you, you have to not fight me, but let me help you fight who's who's beating you up. Right. And a lot of times you have people who have these leadership roles and they were not ready to get these leadership roles so fast. Like wow. nobody saw this coming. They were doing a lot of community work that didn't pertain to actually changing black on black crime, actually changing, protecting our communities when this rioting happened. But they did learn from it and they did. That's why you only had one night. Mm -hmm. You only had one night because regardless of the cops or the National Guard, I wasn't gonna let that happen. Mm -hmm. Whether you were black, whether you were white and there were other people who we agreed, whether you black, like whatever, it's not going to happen in our community. And we gonna fight you just like we would fight the police who was, or the instigators who were doing this. Whether you're like, regardless of whatever reason, whether you feel justified or not, it's our community. Right. So and you I'm, have to stop. No, go ahead, go ahead. You, I'm just saying you have to stop separating yourself from people who are trying to help you because the more you do that, the less they gonna wanna help. Okay. That's number one. That's, hey, that's, a, that's a good start, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. And I love the fact that you said, I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm no, not, not gonna let that happen. Ah. <laughs> uh, Bro, accountability equals unity. That's one thing that we preach all day right here on Put You On Notice Podcast, bro. Accountability <laughs> unity, man, for real, though. And, yeah. uh, man, you also mentioned a, uh, a video that you got dropping. Go ahead. Let's, 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 get a, let's get a people a little tease, man. Go ahead and drop it. All right. Um, I'm going to show you Turn. Turn uh, is, is a song. I, I literally made both songs. I have Turn and American. A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-I-N. Mm. Um, Turn and American, I literally made, I literally wrote and recorded both songs in eight hours. Mm. And <laughs> like, it's, it's, if you don't know how music works, that's very freaking fast yeah. to write, record, and finish one song, let alone two. But I made Turn, um, the hook keeps saying Turn because I want people who are doing wrong, whether black, white, or blue, to change how they're doing it and stop blaming other people and first realize what we can do better like there are things that we need to fix in-house there were things that we need to educate white people on how we've been living in america and there are things that uh cops need to be held accountable right. so the the name of the song is turn because everybody needs everybody needs to to shift what they're doing everybody needs to change direction and um at the end of the video I'm going to make, um, it's, it's a poem, The Road Less Traveled. And when I thought about this poem, I'm thinking like, historically, we're going to have so many white people who are not supporting us, who are vehemently against us and are putting this on social media. But what they're going to tell their kids and their grandkids is, oh, yeah, I was fighting with the black people. I was fighting with the Black Lives Matter movement because they're ashamed to, you know, be like, oh, wow, no, I was a racist. I was right. this, I was that, I was right. wrong. And in the poem, The Road Less Traveled, the author says, I will tell my kids that I took the road less traveled by even though I didn't. So that's why I wrote Turn because everybody's taking the easy way out. The easy way of saying, oh, black people are doing this, black people are doing this, but never listening to, okay, why do black people feel like this? Mm -hmm. and that's why I wrote Turn because it's easy to be like, one way when everybody else has been the same way because it's been that way for hundreds right. of years. Now we have to turn as white people, as black people, as cops, as everything 
and work together to agree never to let certain things happen again. The growth and evolution, man. That's what's up, bro. Exactly. For real, exactly. man. Hey, man. He go turn. You know what I'm saying? By the boy. You know what I'm saying? King Simi. Let's go crazy one time. It's just. Look, man, I came here for justice. Okay, that man right there, that man harassed and choked. He used excessive violence way before there was or was not. I'm just trying to live right. I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to live right. I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to live right. I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to live right. I'm just trying to live. What do you need my ID for, sir? Because you you want to run your mouth to me. No, because you was looking at my license plate for what? Exactly. For what? You don't have the right to run it. I got my right to do anything I want to do. I'm a police officer. You can't run Look, I'm just trying to live right, but can't appreciate a rainbow if you debating on the black and white. Kind of make it hard to see the silver lining. I'm just trying to find it, caught sight of bright lights. Now I'm colorblinded, huh. but I can't forget I'm black because cops keep me reminded that I can't eat, I can't sleep, I can't walk across your street. I can't even jog, nah, no exercise for me. I can't sit, I can't stand, I can't kneel, can't raise my hands. They say, Man, bro, yeah, that's definitely a hot track right there. You know what I'm saying? Definitely looking forward to hearing, you know what I'm saying, the full thing, man. I can't I can't wait to hear that. I can't wait to share that for real though. You want to Are you dropping uh both videos at the same time or is you doing it? Uh my plan is to drop both of them together. Okay. Like uh like uh, like I said, a short film. Like I don't know if you've ever seen uh Kendrick Lamar. He got uh he got a fit he got a, a video called God is Gangster, but it's like three of his songs together, like as a as a short film. So I'm That's dropping right. both videos, drop videos together. Hopefully if I can record um the rest of this week and early next week, I wanna drop them July fourth. Okay. Ooh. Next Saturday is July fourth. I wanna drop Let's get um, it. And I'm going to title the short film Freedom Ain't Free, and I'm going to try to drop it July 4th. So that's that's the that's why I've been working so hard. Because I got to get the cops, I got to get the courtroom, I got to get, like, it's there's so many things that I'm trying to get, like, together at the same time. And I still got to get, you know, other people in the community to, to help, you know, film, to be extras and stuff. So uh, uh, guess what? That's, you got, that's the plan. You got some friends right here on the <laughs> put you on notice podcast, man. And I don't know if you know, we got that video work too. So uh, <laughs> just let us know, man. I'm sure you know the community is definitely willing to help you out. Uh, Milwaukee has a lot of dope artists, a lot of dope artists that a have doing amazing things as far as, you know, standing up for what they believe in as far as Black Lives Matter, man. Honestly, uh, man, I, I met like three new friends just since all this stuff has been like since between Corona and all the protests and I met three new friends off, uh, off photographing, off, um, you know, just studios of, right. of like, oh, hey, we trying to do this, we trying to do Going that. Murals. Oh. Right. Yeah, I, I've been doing all that, so it's like this is this is the perfect time to come together and really realize like, okay, 
we all got talent. We all can do this together. Right, we right. all can help each other out. Like my bro takes me, hey, I'm gonna go film this protest. I'm gonna go do this. I don't even ask no more questions. Let's go. Let's do I'm it. Here. Yeah, that's love, man. <laughs> that's definitely love. Well, bro, let us know the information whenever you got that locked down. We gonna show up. We gonna pop up for you, man. We gonna, you know, say help you get it together. But before you go, bro, King Simi, let everybody know where they can follow you and continue to support everything you've been doing, brother. Most definitely. Um, everybody can follow me at T-O-P-C-H-E-F-E-N-T. That's Top Chef E-N-T on all social media. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, whatever. Literally. Um, T-C-E, that's Top Chef E-N-T. That's my label. It means food for thought. So Top Chef E-N-T. Follow me on everywhere, bro. That's what's up, bro. Continue to do your thing, man. We will not go voiceless. Hey, I'm proud of you, bro, man. Looking forward to everything you're doing. Thank you, my brother. Yes, sir.